Hi guys, my name is Rai and I'm here with Umair and we are part of the Pakistani Corner Shop. Today we're going to be focusing on something that is both taboo, controversial and somewhat confusing to a lot of men um, as to why this is probably an issue. Uh, we are going to be discussing pornography. Now this is not just within the Desi community but just as an entire topic. And what I really want to know um, as a woman is what is the reason for mainly men consuming and watching pornography? And what is the impact of this in their future relationships or their relationships that they currently have? And what impacts this has on their mind, body, and soul? So as we have Amir here as a male, Tell me, what is the reason you in the past have consumed porn and what is the justification it's given you, allowing you to access this content? Good question. So in terms of the reason, I think for a lot of guys especially, um, it starts at quite a young age. And to me, it happened, you know, even... I think it was even secondary school that happened. It happened in the year in primary school where that first exposure to it happened. And as the internet grew and accessibility to the internet grew, um, accessibility of it was so much easier. Um, and it became normal. And unfortunately, actually, it is normal amongst many, many men um and also within wider society so that i think is part of the issue that um we're dealing with here is you have a society which is hypersexualized and where it's discussed both by both sexes outside of our culture in a more accepted fashion even though factually speaking it's not you know, factually speaking, it shouldn't be encouraged, but it is because, you know, people realise it's a billion-dollar industry, it's worldwide, it's accepted and it's talked about in daily life, on shows, in comedy, you know, it's everywhere. So the combination of the fact that it is so ingrained and talked about within society and also early-age exposure to it, combined with easy access via the internet has created this issue, which is a very um, substantial issue within men of now, you know, whether they be young or older, it affects everyone across the wage groups. It's interesting that you say it's normalized because it is not normalized amongst women. So there is a disparity between the genders here around porn yes you've mentioned that both sexes are exposed and probably consume the content but within the genders men normalize a lot of things that are actually unacceptable whether it's abuse cheating or lying they normalize things that are bad traits and bad habits and this is where the concept of boys will be boys is coined from it's the idea that men's behavior is normalized as a whole. 
even though it's completely wrong. So why is porn any different to other traits that are normalized? It's not. If it's normalized amongst men, but it's not normalized against women, then how do you think women respond to this, particularly in relationships? Well, it's it's a very tricky scenario. I mean, it also, it depends very much on the guy too, because the issue you have with it is some men take what they see and they apply what they see as if it's fact or as if it's a guide or if it's, as if it's something they should expect and they should do. And that's the really negative aspect to it is they take what they see and they try and apply what they see into real life and expect that to happen or have those expectations and then expect it of their future partner. And that's the real issue that we have with this is it's a warped perception of intimacy gained from what you see to what real life is. But just because something's normalized, it doesn't make it right. And why can men not see the detrimental impact it has just because they've normalized it? Do they not see the addiction it causes? Do they not see the the sort of detrimental impact it has on their mind and body? And to some extent they do, but they don't stop, whether that's because of an addiction or because they simply choose not to. What do you do in those situations? Well, it's it's addiction, it's habit, it's, you know, not realising how bad it, it really is. You know, if I speak from experience, I stopped when, you know, someone very close to me questioned it and it made me look at it and think a little bit more about it. And then I also then looked at how I stand on it from a religious perspective. And that's actually, you know, the real foundation, the real core for me that made me stop. Because until that point, I never really worked out in, out in my own mind where it stood from a religious aspect where I could say, okay, I should stop this because it says, factually speaking, religiously speaking, I should not be doing this. So why am I doing this? And a lot of guys, you know, take some aspects of religion also as you said, boys will be boys, they take some sort of, they take that sort of approach to it and they do cross those lines and they come back. So in some cases, well, they continue to do it. Pornography is an example of exactly that, where some some might know that they should not be doing it, but they still do it. Others are a little bit hazy or a little bit gray on the subject. And like for me, it was a case of realizing factually that's how it should be. You should not be going down that route. So that, that for me was my red line that I then didn't have. And I put that in place. And now I have that as a firm boundary to not go beyond. But other people are less inclined to do that. Whereas I know I've got that red line on pornography or cheating or, you know, abuse. Other guys and other people also don't have those they don't have that same fixed boundary i think that comes down well i think that comes down especially in our community um from a religious perspective they their faith may not be strong enough because if your faith was strong enough also you would adhere to those lines you wouldn't be encroaching beyond those lines on so many different areas because 
from a religious perspective, it does guide you on that to say you should not do X, Y, or Z. I mean, there's a lot of things that are said in the religion that people don't follow because it suits them not to. It's a pick and choose of what's deemed as acceptable and not acceptable, but people decide what areas of the faith they want to take into account on that specific day or in that specific sort of time. And when it comes to porn, I don't think that it was ever something that was ever deemed as acceptable. And the majority of people, if they follow a faith, know pretty much that if you can't even date sex before marriage, there are a lot of things you cannot do because of the conservative nature of certain religions. Then how in God's earth would you think that there's any hazy aspect to watching porn? That's an absolute lie. And I think this is where male privilege comes into a lot of the context here, which is, I didn't know, ignorance is bliss. Let me just assume that uh, it's sort of a gray area where you know the religion is quite conservative. And this aspect of the faith is quite clear cut that consumption of such over-sexualized content is a sin and it is unacceptable. So I think, number one, that justification is completely void. And number two, it shouldn't take another person, particularly in a relationship, to stop a man from doing something that is detrimental to himself and to the relationship. I think a lot of accountability is not taken by men. They don't take accountability for their behavior and they pass it off as, oh, I'm being critiqued and criticized for my natural urges. Whereas when a woman does anything, in many cases, she's hound for just breathing. So I don't, I don't buy into that. I think that that justification is completely void and it's an excuse, a poor excuse for men's behavior. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, the, the, the fact is a lot of men, I would say myself included at times, have looked at or have done certain things and they didn't give it the same credence that it should be given, pornography being the prime example of that, where you... You kind of know it's wrong, but you still did it. You know what I mean? And that was, for me, on hindsight, looking back on it, that was me not sticking to my faith, how I should have been sticking to my faith, in hindsight, I feel, because I didn't have that boundary there. But it going back on that issue a lot more, when you speak about guys and you speak about habits in this case, you know, pornography is something which a lot of men have, been involved with whether they mean single and then going into relationship and that's where the, the real realization has hit them in some cases because often in some cases they've been in their own world for them it's been their habit they've justified it in their own mind in some way to, to make okay to them with speech marks and then they realize in a relationship actually it impacts negatively so badly on her this habit then he maybe realized, oh, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Why am I, why am I going down this path? And that's that's I think the the clash that we're running into here as well, where you have men who have gone down this path, where it's become acceptable within society to an extent as well, where it's talked about so widely, 
and then they then use that as a justification for why they do it. And then they, upon being in you know a relationship, they realize how negatively that can impact on the other person as well. And that's when sometimes it hits them that they shouldn't be going down this road. But actually speaking, they should have known that before they went down that road anyway. The difficulty with this is often it's a habit that started way beyond going back into puberty. So it's it's something that's been there for quite a long time, and it's actually knocking out something that's been there for a while that they may have, in on a subconscious level, um, created into a habit, or in some cases, even for myself as an addiction, where you didn't even realise you were addicted actually, and it only you know became apparent after many years that you may have gone down that route and you were addicted. It's um it's a very complex subject in the fact that. It has so many layers on, into it, and it also goes back many years and where it stems from. But the reality is, and the hard line is, that it's wrong in so many ways. But it's, it's wrong on a, on a personal level, whether you're single or whether you're in a relationship, it's wrong. That's the fixed line. Then beyond that, you know, if you are, you know, I'm specifically messaging, in, you know, to any guys listening, if you are in that camp where you are still doing it, you've got to stop, you know, because it's it's really going to impact whatever relationship you know, get into, whether it be a wife or a girlfriend, you know, it's going to impact her. <laughs> there is this misconception, I mean, some women, I'm sure, do, and especially in other cultures, but it's not really appreciated. And, and that's the real fact of the matter. I think the problem I have with this is that a lot of men are very quick to call out a woman's flaws, apparent flaws, whether it's how she looks, how she behaves, her traits, her personality, whatever the case may be, they're quite quick to pick on what is wrong with their wife or their partner or their sister or their mother. And yet they don't really acknowledge and take accountability of what is wrong in their head and their mind and who they are as people. And a lot of this is about projection, which is, I'm a man, I'm allowed to do X, Y, and Z. Whereas you're a woman, and as a result, it's unacceptable for you to do whatever it is that you want to do. And I think this is where the problem lies, which is that there's such an imbalance between the genders that men not only take advantage of the male privilege that's given to them, but on top of that, they project their flaws onto the woman and make the woman feel like absolute crap for anything that she may want to do or that she is. And that's where I feel that there is an absolute disparity between what is deemed acceptable and also what is simply just right. You're, you're absolutely right in the whole um, double standards point of view that's put in place and that again links back to male privilege. But on, on the subject of um, pornography, I think this is one of the many issues from a, a woman's perspective especially it's something that you need to call a guy out on on an early phase and you'll find out, you know, that's a very big telltale sign about the guy. If you even ask him the outright question, do you still watch it? Why do you watch it? It's a very personal question to ask, but if you ask that question, one, you're very brave to do it. 
And I think he'd res- hopefully respect you for asking that question because that's a serious question to ask. I don't see why it's a brave question to ask. Well, as in, like, as in, like, as in, like, if it's on a first date, it's a strong question to ask, but it's a good question to ask because you would then you would then find out really where his mind is. Do you see what I mean? Like, if you ask that question, you hear the justification for it. It will tell you also an awful lot about the guy and how he thinks. I mean, maybe you might lie about it, but it, it's a good start point. Many men, from my experience of people I've spoken to, have discussed the fact that their husbands have watched porn and they've deemed it, deemed it as acceptable. And if the woman and the wife doesn't accept it, well, that's her problem. What do you do in situations like that? Yes, mm. you can ask all these lovely questions before you get married and the man might give you the perfect answers. But ultimately, it's the woman mm. and the woman who always loses in such situations because she cannot simply leave in many cases in their seat marriages because of the shame that's brought upon her from the community. And that's where the problem mm. lies, which is the man is the person, the one that's doing the, the, the habit and the, and the action or whatever the case may be. But the woman is the one that is targeted. And that's where I also have a problem with this, which is that not only is what he's doing wrong, but his actions are not his fault. They're going to be the fault of the wife and it's her fault and her problem. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's, again, again, it's a huge imbalance there. And your, your scenario of them being married and he doing this, continuing this habit into marriage and then justifying it somehow within a marriage setting is, is um, when any relationship setting is, when even single it's wrong, but in a, in a marriage especially, um, it's very, you know, it, it's it's how to make your wife never feel like she's good enough for sure because you're effectively um and as we've discussed before it's the equivalent of cheating because you are getting your kicks from some other way you know when even from a a religious and islamic perspective you have a wife you know if pleasure and if if that whole aspect of, of or why you do it is what you're looking for, you have a wife. So why are you going down the route of trying to seek pleasure elsewhere when you're married? You know, that and the, the Quran and the religious aspect is very clear on that subject. If you're married and you have a wife, it's clear. So to indulge in another form of pleasure or a habit or factually a sin, which is the truth, it is a sin, that you're only screwing yourself up and you then have to ask the question of him, why is he doing it? What is he trying to, you know, what is the reasoning? What is the justification? Because I think nine times out of 10, it won't be any valid justification anyway. I mean, there is no justification in, in fairness. If you're married, why would you be doing it? There is no there is no reason in a marriage setting for you to be doing it. So... That's where it becomes very tricky and you're right. It then reflects back on the wife in any other way. Because I'm sure you thought about this scenario as well, that even if she then told someone he's watching X, Y, and Z, they would then blame her and say, well, sure, you're not taking care of them enough if he's watching X, Y, and Z. So I completely get it in that 
she is at the brunt of it because the fact that he's watching it is her fault. And that's screwed up because it, it's his fault. A real discussion needs to be had um, on understanding why, because he shouldn't be going down that route anyway. That's the firm fact. It should not be happening. On a final note, before we end today's session, porn is something that is widespread and it's also something that's normalised and deemed acceptable, particularly amongst men. But the truth is, it is something that is detrimental to your mind, your body, your soul, your spirit, your potential future partner, your current partner. And it's a sin. Um, I don't know how much clearer you can be on that. Be it a gray area for some. If you're working through the issue, great. If you're not, learn to understand how your actions impact your partner. So for now, we're going to leave it there. And hopefully we look forward to seeing you join a session in the future. Take care. Bye. Thanks. Bye.